0: Welcome to Best Song Ever.
1: My name's Luke LeBen. Here with Kevin Connor. Uh, oh my god, hi.
0: Hi.
1: I I Kevin Connor here coming to you live from Best Song Ever where we co-host Luke Leban has has shattered his guitar.
0: Well, that was the idea, but as you can see, actually it didn't work oh, at it's, all. Oh, it's I untouched. It's too, it's too well built. I think uh you know, Fender makes a sturdy instrument, and so I—I uh, I don't think it's gonna work the way Phoebe's did it.
1: Luke, have you just considered that Phoebe Bridgers might be just much stronger than you are?
0: I have considered that. Um, also, I think uh, you know I wanted to do this to drum up some publicity, get people fighting. You know, no no press is bad press. You know, even if people are pissed at me, it's provocative. A guitar, yeah, it gets the people going. But I, I don't know if it'll work because I'm not a woman. And, uh, you know, in the past, all these men have gotten away with uh, breaking guitars. But Phoebes was the one that really uh, set everyone off and got yeah. me upset.
1: I think you came to the crux of the uh, the issue here, Luke, in that some uh, dipshits on the internet can't handle any amount of badassery yeah just <laughs> being fucking awesome from a woman yeah. while you know boomers have been crushing guitars for 50 if not 60 years at this point
0: uh there were a couple tweets i enjoyed about it the one that i saw was uh brody gupta who's a writer and she said uh hope Phoebe does well on snl i let her borrow my guitar <laughs>
1: <I was laughs> so like, luke yeah, just good. just in case someone missed uh this outburst from miss bridgers why don't we yes. why don't you uh give us a rundown of what exactly happened?
0: Phoebe bridgers played on s n l and she played the last song on her album I Know the end, which ends in this crazy cacophonous uh like build up and she smashed her guitar on the amp in front of her when i was watching it i didn't think that it was actually smashing i was like oh this is embarrassing it's not even smashing but then when i watched later you could see there was actually a there was debris flying Flying.
1: every i mean there were sparks it was it was damaged i that guitar is not gonna play anymore
0: it was pretty cool and then there was of course the backlash of people being like well you could have donated that guitar or something and um i liked jason isbell was like guys it's an 85 dollar guitar which in my uh opinion the headline should be sounded pretty damn good for an 85 dollar guitar uh maybe uh these guitars are overpriced
1: yeah my uh my favorite take on the matter um was actually retweeted by phoebe bridgers from drew gooden was i'm so disappointed in phoebe there are millions of hungry kids out there who would have loved nothing more than to eat that guitar and no one now <laughs> no one can eat it
0: i also liked uh, people sharing the clash the famous clash in london calling cover yeah. with him doing it and being like someone could have used that
1: it's it's absolutely ridiculous this is this is so stupid that Any time was spent on this discussion. It was a great performance. It was.
0: Um, You know, I think about Jimi Hendrix, though. It's like fire hazard much? Come on. (laughs) Keith Moon? Get out of those drums. There's like, you know, there's pokey things. You could hurt your leg. Uh, So there's a lot of other practical reasons that I think he could object to this instrument destruction. But you know what? It's pretty damn cool whenever you do it.
1: Yeah, I want to smash a guitar. Yeah. Yeah. I uh I only have a ukulele here and I don't think that would cause as much destruction as I really crave.
0: No, be a very small that would, smash. That would be mild destruction. Uh oh, uh speaking of guitars though, did you uh see her do America the Beautiful on the Super Bowl?
1: Yeah the next night? That was so, that was a cool performance.
0: Yeah, that um I, it was funny, though, because when they went from her to the, to uh, Jasmine Sullivan, who is also awesome, and Eric Church, eh, um, <laughs> it's doing the national anthem. I was like, wait, why are they doing two national anthems? And Kyle's like, no, that was America the Beautiful that her just did. And I was like, oh, they're like, I can't tell all those old American songs. I can't tell the difference before.
1: I uh I didn't get to see as much of the her performance as I would have liked. I was busy uh, wrapping pigs in blankets, tucking ah, tucking those bag boys in. Oh,
0: that's cute. Uh, um, before I put them in you the have oven. Such a yeah you have. Oh, I was gonna say you have such a comfy farm, but that last bit. Uh, no, maybe not so much. S- some pigs were but, harmed in
1: this process.
0: But yeah, her uh shredded to America the Beautiful, and uh, it was pretty sweet. And she left with her guitar intact, although uh, hers was a lot cooler. It was a Fender, like the one I just unsuccessfully smashed. Sturdy construction. Um, yeah, it, it's it's well made. And it was all, like, sparkly. There might have been some custom work going on there. So you don't want to go smashing that. Um,
1: Ideally, I think uh, if Animal House showed us anything, you don't want to smash any guitar you own. You want to smash someone else's guitar.
0: Yes. Just like Abed did in that episode of Community. Which, which yeah. I I was always like, come on, Harmon, wasteful.
1: Uh, Yeah, that Dan Harmon. Really, some kids (laughs) could have eaten that guitar.
0: But basically, if you had a problem with Thebes breaking the guitar,
1: just get biffed. (laughs) It's rock and roll.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to start the phrase get biffed. Um, (laughs) Yeah. It's, like, a cleaner way of saying, like, get fucked. Um, But I like to think that it's, like, you know, when you, like, biff it, like, you make a terrible mistake. Just wishing someone to make an embarrassing mistake on themselves. Mm So, get biffed out there. Um, Oh, also, uh, Super Bowl performances. Obviously, the weekend did a great uh, halftime performance. Uh, Super Bowl weekend. Super Bowl weekend, baby. Uh, Oh, I get it. Yeah, without the E. <laughs> yes, Super Bowl weakened, um, and I think it was weakened uh, this year. It's, I don't know anything about sports. I'm pretending.
1: Uh, yeah. So uh, as our as best song ever, sports correspondent. Uh, yes. Boring game. Tom Brady won, yeah. which which is a loss for everybody, because uh, no one likes him.
0: No, and uh, you know how I spent the majority of the game because you know i don't really care but we still like had it playing uh and ordered some wings as you do is the traditional and we waited for two and a half hours for wings so like the whole time i was just like god i'm so hungry just please bring the wings and uh, i don't know why it took so long but they came eventually Something else I enjoyed about the weekend's performance was the uh, as I've been calling them Michael Jackson mummies, uh, because they had like bandages all over their face and uh, like shiny red jackets like him. And uh, at one point he goes into like a funhouse, and I was like, "Get out of that funhouse, weekend! There's mummies in there, (laughs) you know." Well, it's either gonna be pennywise the clown or your us tether or that's what movies have told us that come out of fun houses so
1: i, I mean it. it's just it's nice to see that everyone involved in the performance had a mask on even though it, it was a complete face wrap
0: that's true that's a good point maybe that was the reasoning behind it
1: so i like the weekend the yes, artist me too and the the days I uh, actually, I I would say that After Hours, his album from last year, probably just missed my top twenty. It's something I listened to a lot.
0: Yeah, I don't think was it was great.
1: as good as some of his previous projects, so that's probably why it, it it did fall outside that top twenty. But I thought the performance was fine. I yeah, it was good. Yeah, I wanted more. I I guess I want more Majesty out of the Super Bowl halftime show. You want your Majesty. That's <laughs>
0: Jermaine Jackson's uh, son. <laughs> yes. Then they need to get Your Majesty to play.
1: If I think about halftime shows that I've really enjoyed, it's been like Katy Perry or Beyonce or even like Prince. Um, because they're just... like We all know that it's not really a live performance. There's backing tracks and it's probably right. mostly pre-recorded. So I'd rather see kind of something a little more big and grand and obviously COVID had something to do with his performance uh they didn't have fans on the field and it was actually up. But he
0: did have a michael jackson mummy army on the field so he
1: did that wasn't big enough for you well they were all six feet apart i don't know i just are you not entertained i was i was moderately entertained i'd also like i also thought the mix uh coming from the performance kind of sucked like i yeah just, it was interesting I discussed this with a few of my friends who were like, oh, well, you know, it's a Super Bowl halftime show. It never sounds super good. But today, I actually went back and, like, skipped through a few shows in previous years. And, like, Prince sounded amazing. It was oh, pouring yeah, rain. Uh, you know, I, I watched the whole Beyonce show just for that part where Kelly Rowland and Michelle Williams literally get fired out of the stage. Um, I do not remember that. It's incredible. It It's I mean, if, if COVID costs us one thing, it's firing more people out of the stage at the Super Bowl right. halftime show. But I just, I didn't think it sounded very good. I thought, I, th- I thought the best part of it was the, the fun house segment.
0: Yeah, that was cool. Um, I did enjoy that. I think he may be the first Super Bowl performer to have like cocaine references in his song because when he sings the... uh, ivory cut the ivory into skinny pieces and she clean it with her face man i love my baby i was like I,
1: hey he's talking about cocaine right there you don't have to even reference a specific song i thought every weekend song is about doing cocaine
0: yeah there's probably one in there everywhere
1: i guess my ultimate disappointment was way through the the performance he's st- the weekend started performing i feel it coming which features daft punk and th- like Super Bowl halftime shows in the past have had surprise guests yeah. come out. and Bring had, out the punky boys. Had Daft Punk showed up, that would have been incredible. I don't know what they're up to. Um, and honestly, they're already in masks, so it's safe.
0: Yeah, so you don't even need to get the real Daft Punk. You yeah, can just what, have
1: stand-ins. Why don't we have Daft Punk franchised by now?
0: Oh, I got an idea. It's like, you, oh, it's Daft Punk, and then they take off their helmets who is it Michelle Williams and Kelly Rowland
1: that's what I want out of the halftime show
0: it's what I'm talking about but yeah so there were some good uh, performances this past weekend uh, whether uh, you know wherever you fall on on the uh, the musical spectrum I think you got something that uh, could uh, please you
1: we got to listen to good music all weekend that's a that's a good weekend
0: yeah. So this is our first Best Song Ever mini-episode, and uh, as you may have noticed, we've just been talking. We're not going to play any songs this episode. We're just going to chat about anything going on in the world of music and uh, whatever else pops into our head. Uh, But one thing we wanted to do is uh, talk about our uh, thoughts and any uh, corrections we wanted to make to anything we said last week. You know, when we ruminate on the episodes, we might have some other things we wanted to cover So uh, Kevin came up with a great name for this segment. Let's get into corrections and reflections. So I'd say my most important correction is that I said the release date for Circa's album wrong with all that buildup talking about how awesome his album is. And I was so excited for everyone to hear it last uh, Friday, but that is not the case. It actually is pushed back, you know as is customary in these COVID times. Uh, so Circa's self-titled debut will actually be coming out uh, February 26th on his own World Tribe Productions. So uh, look forward to that. And my, uh, my interview with him should be coming out next week. So we'll have some Circa content coming your way. And that is a really great album. So be sure to check that out.
1: And while Luke provided us with a correction, I want to provide us with a reflection. Soccer Mommy's 2020 album "Color Theory" should have been in my top 20.
0: Should have.
1: It should have, and I have listened to that album a lot recently. I kind of had a, a like Phoebe Bridgers, Carolyn Rose, Soccer Mommy like trifecta going for like the last nice. few weeks, and uh, it's great. It's amazing. I. I really just didn't give it enough time, I guess. And if I could go back in time, uh, probably wouldn't be my first priority.
0: If I could turn back time.
1: Yeah. I put soccer mommy in my top 20. I I would put soccer mommy in my top 20 and I would kill Hitler. Yeah. If I could go back in time, I would put soccer mommy in my top 20 and I would save all the dinosaurs. Uh, Okay. In that order.
0: That's nice. You should save the direwolves, too, because I recently read an uh, article that the direwolves were real, and uh, they are pretty badass, so you, I should, hope you should save them, too.
1: Sounds like they it's as bad of an ending as Game of Thrones did.
0: Yeah, sounds like things got pretty dire for them. Oof. <laughs> Speaking of endings as bad as Game of Thrones, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can move on to my next reflection. Uh, so... You know, I talked about the Weezer concert a little bit that I went to, and uh, we were talking about Van Weezer, and I, I was saying like how they did really like harness that arena rock. They were playing in in the DTE, which is like essentially an arena stadium type uh, situation, and uh, I I was just thinking about how like even like them doing that as the live experience was super fun and. It had me even enjoying the songs I don't like, like Beverly Hills and others. And um, so I think uh, I'm excited to see what they do with that Van Weezer. And I feel like even if the album's not good, uh, the shows will be pretty cool.
1: Has any song gone from such popularity to such dismissal like Beverly Hills? Like, I remember when Beverly Hills came out and we were all like, yeah, this rules and now like were we i was I, I mean i was in like middle school so to be fair yeah. i did not have the best taste but i was i was
0: i hated it when it came out all and about my mind it
1: did not change oh i was i like because i think a lot of weezer discussion was like oh blue versus pinkerton and i remember having this conversation as like an adult and then being like you know what album's actually really good is make-believe like It's. I always really liked it and then I went back and listened to it and I was like oh no like I told that person something that was very wrong and they're gonna think I'm an idiot well
0: if you're you're entitled to like make believe if that's your truth you know yeah it's not
1: it's not my truth it was rose tinted glasses that have since been (laughs) shattered
0: yeah um also I was on Weezer's uh website and I stumbled across a fun little thing. There's a tab on there called Mr. Rivers's Neighborhood. Have you heard of this? No. Uh, let me. It was. Let me go right well, now.
1: HTTP colon slash slash www. Oh wait, you can also go me, to riverscomo
0: That's the that's the URL for Mr. Rivers's Neighborhood. Um, and I looked it up, and it was from a music video from the black album called high as a kite. And actually the song wasn't that bad. I should probably give black album another chance. I just never listened to it, but I could see by the smile on your face, you're seeing the picture of him dressed like Mr. Rogers. And yeah, I don't understand what this website uh, is site is. Yeah. It's like the town square neighbors shrine market library and login. And so like, I didn't create a login. So some of it's like blocked out from me but it's just like such a strange cool corner of the internet where people just like sometimes chat with rivers in the shrine i believe it is it seemed like he unless someone's pretending to be rivers he put 16.9 percent body fat don't know what that's in reference to there's just a
1: section of this chat site that's just wishing someone a happy birthday (laughs)
0: There's people post like pictures of their cats. Someone posted like a picture of a frog they found. Sometimes it's Weezer related. Uh, So here, look, first sober New Year's in 20 years. That's super nice. And uh, I recently listened to a podcast about uh, GeoCities, which, you know, was like one of the early like social networking sites that was like. Uh, apparently just like such a nice cool place where people could like share their stuff that they had made. And so this just seemed like a fun little sweet corner of the internet where people interact with rivers and others just about whatever. And, uh, so go check out dot and join the neighborhood if you want.
1: This is incredible. This is, this is like early internet before it had been infiltrated by, exactly, like, the worst people of society like it's right? just people like excited like there's someone talking about how much they liked Phoebe Bridger's performance someone got the COVID vaccine uh, Weezer should make another rock opera like this rules that's, I'm gonna spend so amazing. much time here
0: right it's super fun maybe we'll check in with Mr. Irv's neighborhood and see if there's anything good going on over there I definitely um, want to take a stroll down there oh uh, another reflection something I looked up You know, I was talking about Serpent with Feet. We played his song Fellowship, and uh, I looked up the. uh, Because I was talking about his pentagram tattoo on his forehead. And, you know, the new album's called Deacon. So it was like, it's interesting the uh, dichotomy there, talking about like deacons with some admiration, but also having like the pentagram tattoo. But as I I, I found a. Pitchfork article called Serpent with Feet the Ecstasy of Exorcism right uh, around the time of his first EP and uh, he also has suicide and heaven tattooed on his head the headline here is after years of not expressing the queer melancholy feelings inside of him New York City singer Josiah Wise finally embraced his true self by getting a pentagram tattoo on his head and making the most ominous music of his life he couldn't be happier and uh I was thinking about I watched this uh, documentary called "Hail Satan" on Hulu. I highly recommend it. It's about the uh, Satanic Temple, and they're like a political organization. And I had heard of them before, like on Twitter, and like had seen about their sort of political demonstrations. They're just they really,
1: like, really for the separation of church and state, right? Like that's their main, absolutely. That's their main and, thing,
0: and like they sort of embrace Satan. As a reaction to Christianity, and uh, so I, I just thought that was kind of an interesting parallel there, and uh, kind of cooler that I was just like, oh, I like his pentagram tattoo. That's cool. That's badass. Almost like a Phoebe Bridgers guitar smash, but then it has this deeper, more powerful meaning um, about him accepting who he is. So that was uh, an interesting reflection. All right, so on this show, you know, we're going to get to our shouts in a second. That's where we cover the new Music Friday releases. But first, we're going to start a new segment where we look back to last week's releases and uh, cover which ones were our favorites in something we're calling touts. Touts. I'd say my number one tout was one, my number one shout from last week, which is the Staves' Good Woman. Amazing album. Uh, three British sisters with them crazy good blood harmonies. Do you know about blood harmony, Kevin? No. Tell me uh, more. It's um, my favorite satanic ritual. No, it's not. It's uh, I, I had read this on in some article a long time ago. It's like people talk about like the Gibb brothers from uh, the BGs and like other, I guess you could say like the Avett brothers. It's like, this idea that, like, Oh, siblings, people, people that are related can harmonize better? People that share blood are, like, yeah, just, like, Ooh. way better at music. And I think the Staves uh, proved that. And, uh you know, I had, like, known them as, like, more folky. They also had an album with Y music, but I feel like they just, like... The production on this is just so, like, much bigger and, uh like, wider and more polished. But then it kind of uh i feel like brings the pumps down pumps up the gasoline and then sort of brings it down as the album goes and it gets like a little more chill as the album goes on and gets a little folkier and
1: it's just a beautiful album uh something that i was looking forward to was the foo fighters new album medicine at midnight i always love to fight some foo uh this got delayed from last year because of covid I think Dave Grohl had come out and said that it just... 2020 wasn't the time to release an album. Not like this. Yeah. And I think it's a really good effort by Foo Fighters. I think if you like the Foo Fighters, this is more Foo Fighters, obviously. I... It kind of falls, I think, into the trends of the more modern albums that they've done where I don't really think there's a standout song. So the whole... The whole album kind of blurs together a bit uh, I I Listened to it two or three times and Every time it ended I kind of just like Missed the ending To where my Spotify like went into The Foo Fighters radio and started playing other songs And I remember at one point I was listening And the album finished it played Another unrelated song and then Best of You came on and I was like whoa Foo Fighters hell yeah You're like whoa they re-released Best of You on this album? Finally exactly what I've been waiting for I want to like the Foo Fighters. I love Dave Grohl. I think the guy is an incredible musician and a really cool human being. But I don't know that I need any more Foo Fighters albums.
0: Yeah. And I think, like, from what I... I just listened to the first couple songs. I like that Shame song they played. Because it's not very, like,
1: big yeah. alt-rock,
0: you know? Because well, I'm not that really had, the biggest that has come out. style
1: quite a while ago. I think they performed on SNL last they year. They did play on an SNL. And yeah. I was like, oh, like, cool. I'm, I'm down for more of this, but I, I think the rest of the album kind of went towards their concrete and gold sound, which I don't remember what that was. Cause it just left my ears. Once I heard it.
0: One that I am excited to finish. I started it, but did not finish it. But what I was hearing was pretty sweet is a uh, black country. New road. And this is their debut for the first time. Hey, that's fitting. And uh, they they have like eight members or something. And it was like an interesting fusion of genres, kind of like jazzy, funky, rock. It was really interesting. So uh, check that one out. I will be as well.
1: I don't know if this was a surprise release or had just flown under the radar for me, but Haley Williams put out a new album last Friday. Flowers for Vases slash Descansos, which I learned that a disconso is a cross that you place at like the place of an accident. Like if you Ooh. see that someone has yeah, like yeah. died in a car crash, there'll be there'll be crosses on the side of the road there. Uh, and Man. that fits the theme of the album. I think it's kind of a stripped back, not somber but certainly less upbeat than her previous album pedals for armor yeah that
0: also had some nice like chill folky moments
1: yeah i i've liked this album in my time with it i want to give it a little closer of a listen kind of you know turn the lights off and check it out because i think it uh warrants some some deeper listening
0: yeah me too and uh you know we sometimes listen to music with the lights off on the show i highly recommend it just go in the dark be a little creepy shadow person and <laughs> listen to some music it's nice to listen to it in the dark
1: what's the last album that you listened to at midnight when it dropped with the lights off Luke?
0: um well i listened to the staves album at midnight and most of the lights were off. I did have a lamp on. Okay. I must admit. I must confess that. Um, but I, uh, I do remember listening to when I was just like going through a bunch of Prince's discography. I would like just like lay in the dark and when I was trying to fall asleep and uh, listen to some Prince jams.
1: There was a day in 2019 that was a big music day for me, where the national. Carly Rae Jepsen Ooh. and Tyler, the creator all put out new albums and wow. I turned on Tyler, the creator's album. The second it was available and turned the lights off and listened to that. And that was Igor, which is very much a soundscape of an album. So that was really yeah. cool and a really awesome experience.
0: That's cool. I like uh, listening with like your eyes closed or with the lights off. Cause I feel like you start to picture things uh based off the music so you can sort of visually represent it in your own imagination
1: yeah one final tout uh parking lot from the weather station something i was unaware of until i got a text about it from from brian
0: yeah when brian uh texted us that i thought he was talking about weather report the like jazz super group (laughs) and i was like oh really maybe they're like coming or having a resurgence i bet i saw it was I'd
1: be
0: down for a weather report comeback. Uh, Hey, that'd be cool. Um, But yeah, I also was reading some good reviews for this and I wanted to uh, check it out. And speaking of checking stuff out, let's go to our last segment where we talk about the music coming out this Friday that we're excited to check out. Here is Shouts. (laughs) All right. My first shouts is clap your hands. Say yeah. Yeah. Very good. You followed instructions. Well, uh, their album, New Fragility, is coming out. Uh, then Steady Holiday, Take the Corners Gently. I actually met Dre from Steady Holiday when she was a member of the Dusty Roads in the River Band back in the day. And uh, they crashed at my friend's house after playing a show in Detroit. And we hung out with them. And uh, so I've followed all of her musical career. And she's had... A few different bands. And Steady Holiday has been fantastic, uh, all her releases with uh, that project. So that is a good one. Take the Corners Gently is the – going to follow that instruction, Kevin, and somehow take corners gently or something? No,
1: I only veer around corners.
0: Yeah, you got to take the corners hard. Yeah. Um. Then uh, Chris Crack with Might Delete Later. I <laughs> love that album title. I like it.
1: Just if it if it doesn't if it doesn't do too well, we'll just yeah, if it doesn't work right out, it. just get rid of it. I have uh, Django Django with glowing in the dark. Yes, that's a band that I listened to stuff. a bunch, and I'm I'm curious to hear more. Um and, uh, JPEG Mafia with the exciting title EP two. It's got an exclamation Peggy, point. Baby, yes, uh, exclamation point all caps. Uh, it's an energy I appreciate. So uh, EP two. All
0: of those songs that he's released have been really sweet.
1: That might be my first listen.
0: All right. Well, that's going to do it for our first mini-sode. Uh, as always, we would like to remind you: we're Sons of Three Daddies. We're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Head over to PlanetAntPodcast.com. So many great new shows. Uh, I just gave a follow to She's Good, which is a sports podcast, uh, Mad Women, where they watch Mad Men. Uh, sandwich Talk by my buddy Carlos Parisi where he slams sandwiches with a guest. So, lots of great stuff. Check out Planet Ant Podcasts on all social media and planetpodcast.com. Daddy number three, offshelf.net. Check it out. It's on the internet. My Circa interview's coming soon. Just released uh, the monthly zine, which had a bunch of great uh, interviews and stuff, so go over there and subscribe to that. You'll get Uh, good new content and podcasts, uh, every month. And one of those podcasts is little old us as always. I'm Luke LeBend saying you better check your respect.
1: And I'm Kevin Connor saying, go ahead, chase those waterfalls.
0: This has been best song ever.
1: Smash this guitar. Ah, and a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.